Hey, Jules. Hey, Ram. We're four of eight heroic. Torin Think Tank. We care about Moo. And welcome back, everybody, to episode four of the Torin Think Tank. I am your co-host or host, Rem. And with me, as always, is a lovely and talented Jules the Torin. Hello, Jules. Hello, Rem. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little stuffy today, but I'm hopefully going to push through it because I feel pretty good otherwise, just sounding a little congested than difference. And sickness is no excuse. I know. As you exhibited last night as you showed up for our raid and epically healed us to success. Yes, I know. And uh, I was feeling kind of cruddy, but you know, you got to take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) So here we are, uh, episode four. I can't believe we've made it this far. It's been Uh, a month. It's been a month and it's been one hell of an exciting month, I got to say. And uh, I'm happy to be doing this with you. And my 400th tweet went out today. And of course, I dedicated to my good friend Jules Atorn. I loved it. It was awesome. And you know, I just crack up because you were like a Twitter, you just didn't know Twitter at all before we started doing this. And now I think that you've just definitely become a Twitter junkie. You know, what's fun about it is that the people actually reply to you and take time to read the crap that you're putting out there. (laughs) The crap that you're putting out there. (laughs) As ridiculous as it is, they still take time to read and reply. And it's actually, it's a good way to keep in touch with uh, some of the new friends we've made. I know. And Twitter is such a great social media outlet. It's probably the most easy for people to get in touch with you and to correspond back and forth and just kind of interact. Um, even more than even Facebook, um, don't even want to get into Google plus. We're not really there, but <laughs> I don't know what that is. Don't get me started. Cause I might get addicted to it. Oh yeah. It's like Facebook, um, you know, and more enhanced, but you're not really a Facebook junkie, but I know you're a Twitter, you're a Twitter junkie. Yeah. I use, I use the Facebook for, um, mostly my family. I have, I have no interest in putting up any personal information. Just, I all my family and my friends on Facebook, and so yeah. I put pictures of my kids or my dog or something on there, so the people I don't see every day get to see the kids and how they grow up. But uh, Twitter, Twitter is more fun because I get to be Remgar and not, you know, plain old Rem. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your personality online. Yes. I, I can have my persona, and and uh, yeah, nobody knows who I am except a few people. So it's yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's a lot of fun. So I'm really glad that we're into it. And do you, I don't think we could have promoted our show as much as we have without Twitter. I don't know what we would have done without it. I agree. And I love Twitter for what it is, um, the short and sweet nature, the, you know, just a quick and instant way people can get in touch with you. Um, It's been a jumping off point, I think, for other people to get to know us, too, from Mm -hmm. following other people who um, who have talked to us. And it's been awesome to see the number of followers growing. And, you know, we have a small community, but they're so fun. And I, I, I crack up every day reading the conversations that start like the one today. Um, with your avatar, that one was hilarious. Which one was that? I've had so many. <laughs> the one, and I'm sorry, I don't remember offhand because it's not up on my screen, but the the new follower that you got that told you that you liked your snout so much that you put a ring on it. <laughs> oh yes, and, he liked, and I didn't. I did not get that joke until three hours later. I couldn't believe that you didn't get it, and then you admitted it that you didn't get it. <laughs> well, I can do that because I'm anonymous. 
I know. <laughs> so you can you can be clueless and anonymous. Right. And in all the all the Twitter shout outs have been exciting and even more exciting are the shout outs and mentions we've been getting on other podcasts. Yes. I was listening to Hearthcast today. I uh, was too. And uh, Root decided that he was going to shout out to us again. And that was really exciting because I always get goosebumps when I hear our names being thrown about uh, on the uh, the internet airwaves. You're not <laughs> expecting I, it to come and all of a sudden it's like, wait, 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 that's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, and I want to look at somebody and say, hey, did you hear that? That's me. But then I realize I have the headphones in and they can't hear. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Root, uh, he gave us a great compliment today. He's well, whenever we recorded, I listened to it today. Yeah. And he said the torn think tank was like a therapy session. So, oh no. Did that don't scare you us, a little bit? Yes. Don't hold us to such high of a standard. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what we do. I mean, that's I actually think that's awesome way to put together what we do. Um, oh, you're right. It just it's a little scary to be thought of as a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, everybody needs a little therapy in their lives. And when it comes to World of Warcraft, it's not alone. Yeah. And I'm just glad one of us has a degree. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. I was going to say this later on, but I think it's a good place to to stick this here is that I do have a psych degree, but I'm by no means a licensed therapist. Um, you know, all of our, our knowledge and, and the things that we impart to you guys is just based on our own practical experiences in the game and in life. Um, part of what I do um, in the past, I was a supervisor for a group of like 30 employees at one time. So you kind of get really versed in how to deal with interpersonal strife and <laughs> things that can translate from in-game, out-of-game, all those great things. So, um, you know, our advice is just meant to be friendly advice from friends, but please don't hold us accountable if something doesn't quite work out the way you planned. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we have a, a lot of experience between the two of us and all sorts of things, but by no means are we experts. We just like hearing about your problems. <laughs> That didn't sound very good. <laughs> no, I should probably take that out in post-editing. <laughs> no, I'd say leave it in. We like to hear about your problems <laughs> and help you solve them. Yeah, and um, I, I know this this is a WoW podcast, the WoW podcast about the WoW player, uh, but Root had mentioned going to see the Blue Man Group, and this reminded me of a story that uh, from a long time ago, not very long, uh, one of my, on my birthday I went to see a Blue Man Group with some friends, and uh, who's now my wife. And uh, I'm sitting there, and if you've never been to the Blue Man Group, they do a little thing beforehand where you read up on the screen and they say silly things. Well, on on the little screen came up said, happy birthday to me. Please stand up. So I stood up, and I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. I'm being recognized by the Blue Man Group. And all of a sudden, it said, sit down. <laughs> so th <laughs> that was my three seconds. So it was fun. And uh, if you haven't seen the Blue Man Group, go see them. Oh, gosh, they are amazing. I've seen them a couple of times um, in New York and in Chicago and amazing. So much fun. Um, the show itself is just it's funny. It's it's avant garde. It's colorful. It's crazy. You kind of go, oh, man, <laughs> a couple of times. at least. <laughs> but I, I love it. I would definitely recommend just in my own personal preferences to try and see them in a venue that's not like a huge arena. Um, and a smaller a smaller theater is best for their kind of performance oh, yeah. art. I saw them in Boston. It was a very small theater. It was, yeah. it was great. So uh, Torn Think Tank coming to you from the Charles Theater in Boston in a couple of weeks. With the Blue oh, <laughs> nice. No. I'll have to find a way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we got a little bit of news to talk about but for us and the Torrent Think Tank, Jules. Yes, we do. We uh, spoke to the host of the Horde for Life podcast, Rich. Oh, Lord, what's his last name? Rich Fisher. Fisher. Thank you. You're welcome. And it looks like uh, things are still in the works and we're still talking it through. But uh, I think we have a little bit of an agreement to be joining Ego Networks and their wonderful family of podcasts. Yes, we're really excited to be a part of the people in the Ego Networks um, community. Um, people like the um, the Hearthcast with Root and Freckleface, um, the Dark Moon Herald podcast with Kevin Old Scratch and Apsana, um, Mana Cooler with George Wow, um, Twizcast, just to name a few. Um, and it sounds like there's some more that'll be adding um, as well after us and, or with with us. So the community is growing and we're really excited to be a part of Ego Networks in the future. Uh, hopefully in the very near future, we were just talking to Rich last night. So um, so thank you, Rich. We're really excited. And uh, we should also mention too that we're going to be guest host um, with, we have plans to be guest host with the Horde for Life podcast um, next week. Yeah, so. that's, that's, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Finally getting out there and invading other people's shows. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're used to our own format and, um, you know, if you've been listening to us since episode one, you know, we're kind of noobs in this, in the way where this is all brand new to us. We discover something new every day and, um, we're having so much fun doing it just in the way that we're doing it, but to be able to do it with other people, to be on a podcast with other people and see how they do it. I am super excited. And you know what I've discovered now that you've mentioned episode one is the people who've told us that they like our show and they started episode one and they love it. And maybe it's because I'm overly critical. I can't stand episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them, I said, listen to episode three because that's our best one so oh. far. <laughs> well, it's, it's a natural progression. You know, you got to start somewhere and we have learned and, and added things along the way to each show. Um, we've added those great, um, those great show uh, bumpers and the music and things like that. So it's, it's definitely starting from scratch at episode one, but there's not, it's not bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's getting it, better. It's, I guess it's a good sign that people, they like you when you're up at episode one and hopefully as we get better, they'll like us even more. I hope so. I'm, we just, that's our plan is to get better with each episode and to grow and learn as podcasters and as, uh, as you know, our, we go through our questions and how to answer them in a way that's constructive. And so, you know, it's, it's been so much fun and we've been getting some wonderful comments and feedback from people who are listening to us from episode one. Um, we feel like you guys have just been along on the ride with us and that feels really good. Yeah, and uh, slowly but surely we will take over the world, mm -hmm. starting with our website that went, underwent a redesign last week. Yeah, the the new website that went under a redesign like within two weeks. <laughs> 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 well, and we were starting again from scratch, um, but we had a friend who came by, um, Avera, who was offering her assistance with her own artwork and color design. And man, we really turned it around into something really fun. She made some beautiful little fun avatars for Twitter, for Rem and myself, and for our show header. Um, she has this, this great, quirky, fun, cartoony art style, which is just perfect for what we are doing. It's not too serious and it's not too, um, it's not too arty. 
it was amazing how she was able just to pop in and say, you need to use this color and here's the number for it. And <laughs> use this color and here's the number and make the font this size and this font and do this. Oh, I found this for you. Here you go. And it's like all within a matter of two days, we had yeah. the whole thing redesigned and it was pretty amazing. And you can you can look her up on the internet. You can find her at um, evera.com, E-V-E-R-A. Yes. Or at everaart.blogspot.com. That's E-V-E-R-A-A-R-T. Blogspot.com. She has some amazing designs and it's really her cartoon style of drawing and her different designs for the web. She's got experience with web design as obviously um, one of the things that I love that she did for us too, is if you look at the header on our website, she captured the essences of each of our characters. We did give her screenshots, but she had um, by Rem's suggestion, she put Rem's character in an Alliance shirt <laughs> and put mine in a Horde shirt to recognize the fact that Rem is still Alliance at heart. <laughs> Sorry, I am. <laughs> you know, I I give you a lot of credit for coming over and sticking it out with going, you know, and completely faction changing. Um, it's it's not easy, especially when you've been looking at the same look of character for so long. But um, I think that it really represents who we are in our header too, which I love. Yeah. And uh, speaking of looking at our characters, now I can actually post pictures of what my character used to look like because the legendary fit has updated our website with a new blog. Yes, he has. And uh, now we, now Rem can actually chronicle his level one druid into now, what are you, level 12 now? Level 12, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. And so <laughs> if you check out our blog on our website, you'll be able to watch his progress because he's been very good at keeping up with his uh, with his progress when he does make it. So. Yeah, I've decided that uh, in order for it to work, I need to update as soon as I'm done playing for the night. Mm-hmm. So I've been good about it so far. Yeah, and if not, then everybody in the guild reminds him. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to us here. Okay. Hey, how was your week? So what's going on, Jules? Well, this week um, was kind of a switch for me since the Vial of the Sands is now in my hands. Um, and I actually was able to make it for myself this week um, with the help of my guildies who were just wonderful. I farmed as many of the mats that I could, but the true gold was the big stickler. So I had the cooldown for my own, but there were people that just pitched in their cooldowns with my mats. And then someone who just went out and bought me true gold. <laughs> nice. So before we went... Um, before we, we had our, um, for over the weekend, actually, that was when they, I was able to make it for myself. Um, so it was pretty awesome. I was feeling pretty good. And then I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> you know, I expected that mount to be larger. Yeah. I rode around on Arcane the Fire Mage, and it, uh, I, my torn seemed too big for it. <laughs> well, the torn feels big on everything, except especially the male. Yeah, it was it was really strange. I I would just I thought the vial of the sand mount was going to be a lot larger um, and just more epic. Uh, it's not not that it's not epic. It's very cool, but I just thought it'd be larger. That's all. Well, I can I don't know if you can actually tell me which mount you don't feel like huge on on your in your druid or your druid your torrent form. <laughs> the the kodo fits pretty well. Well, yeah, but they were that's what they were made for. And the um the violet not the violet the uh, the proto drakes. They're, oh, the protodrakes. Yep, and the uh, the frost brood, frost worm, frost brood, that that the blood bathe frost worm, the vanquisher. frost brood vanquisher, <laughs> the ICC ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
That one, that looks pretty good still. <laughs> I think that's going to be our show title, The Frost Blah Blah Blah. <laughs> Frost Blah 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 Blah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I have that problem too. I just feel like I, I'm lumbering over everything as a Tauren. You know, it's just, you just kind of feel that way naturally. The female on the Vial of the Sands mount, the, um, the, the Drake is not that it's not that big. I mean, it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sink this thing into the ground, but <laughs> because you are the thing, you know, you're on yeah. it, you are the thing. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think that the male torn is probably going to get the more difficult time of finding a mount that you don't feel like you dwarf. I don't mind being so big though. It's, it's a lot of fun to stand over the raid team. <laughs> yes. You definitely stand out when you're there. But <laughs> So anyway, I went and decided that I was going to switch some gears. When I was farming for the Vial of the Sands, I decided that I wasn't going to level any alts. I wasn't going to do anything with any other characters until I got it. So I have a level 85, um, blood elf priest that i had brought over to the server when we transferred it was already hoard um on our original server which was sentinels and i brought her over because it was cheaper to do it than the whole um side and (laughs) the the server and faction transfer so i said you know i think i'm just gonna play around with the priest again i haven't touched one in probably about six months and i started to run um dungeon to do dungeon finder with her um oh my gosh (laughs) my gear starting out i think i had level i had eye level 317 maybe maybe that's not bad well it is when you're trying to you you can't even get into heroics oh that's right that's 329 yeah 328 and so i was able with just a couple of runs for justice points to get up to 328 and start to get to um get into the the heroics just the regular cata heroics um and that's what i did for most of the weekend i just kind of chain ran these things and it was an experience that i haven't had for a while i ran into some wonderful groups but the majority i ran into were just some of the most awful groups i have been with in a really long time oh no yeah i i mean i got a lot of justice points and a lot of valor points and i you know it was even getting the special bonus for healer um cues to get the bag of exotic mysteries um for the extra reward i was getting that too because they were short on healers but i had tanks i had a paladin tank who came in and then hadn't had righteous fury on (laughs) <laughs> I I had a DK tank who decided to run into the first mob, die instantly, and say, lol, forgot to change my spec. Oh, God. So then, but the best one was the one who was the DK tank who came in, and he was entirely in PvP gear. In a heroic. Oh, that's a win. Um, he goes into the first mob, and he gets smashed. I can't keep up with it. My mana pool in this current state is horrible. So I was just like, um, and that, you know, someone inspected his gear and said, is there a reason why you're entirely in PVP gear? And he's like, lol, I'm trying to get PVE gear. Nice. So I quit out of more dungeon finder groups this week. And then, <laughs> then I have in a really long time <laughs> and I was really trying to be patient, but ugh. so yeah, I mean, and I had everything. I had a group that was totally overpowered, but then they were hunting achievements. So we were in the lost city of Tolvir, and um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the crocodile boss there. 
but there's a um, there's a, an achievement where you have to get like 20 of the little crocs that spawn and then kill them all before he dies. <laughs> and I have no like I have no mana in my pool. I mean, I can probably heal for a good 30 to 45 seconds before I'm out of mana if it's a lot of damage. And they're like, oh, it's fine. We'll be fine. So I die instantly. <laughs> and then the DK reses me. I get up and I'm just trying to get any mana back I can with any cooldowns I can burn. We ma- we managed to pull it off in the guild and it announces it in guild and they're all like, grats! And I'm like, I don't even know what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I pretty much did for um, my weekend. Um, and I'm really having fun playing a different class. It was when I picked her up again for, when I picked Jules up for, for raid yesterday, I was a little like, um, where's my prayer? Oh, no prayer of mending. <laughs> yeah, no prayer of mending. No. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's a totally different style of healing, but and I'm doing it as holy. I think I said earlier. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been up to. All right. Well, our raid team is now three or four heroic. Uh, excuse me, uh-uh. four of eight. Four of eight heroic as hooray. we took down. Yes, hooray! We took down uh, Zana's last night that was amazing it, it was a pretty epic uh, kill um we were kind of getting a little hung up took a break came back and uh, we started burning him down the last 10 percent and then a dps dies and another dps dies a healer died then a tank dies oh god we're within one percent i was like no 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 one percent syndrome here but uh, we blew all our personal cooldowns finished them off and we won so that was really exciting congrats to uh, our raid team Yes, congrats to Raid Team One. Um, that is an awesome, an awesome, awesome accomplishment, and definitely further than we've ever been in heroic, uh, in heroics anything in the current content. So <laughs> I think we're all kind of feeling really cool about it, and not really sure what to, to make of it because we've never been here before. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gave everybody tomorrow night off. Yay! Uh, tomorrow night being Thursday. Yes, I could, I could definitely use a day off myself. <laughs> And uh, next week we'll start working on Hagara, and uh, hopefully, uh, little with a little luck, with a little persistence, it'll be five of eight at the end of next week. That would be pretty cool. Um, and we're all just feeling pretty pretty smart about ourselves now. As well, you should. Every, yeah. Well, now that we've you know we've been three of eight for a while, and people have been picking up gear, which is really helping for them to accomplish more. Um, we are breaking records on the regular bosses that we're downing. Cause we do clear it every time we do clear dragon soul every time. And each week it seems like we just take them down a little bit faster. Yeah. And we weren't, we weren't three of eight for a few weeks for lack of trying. We just no. weren't able to get a full team together for a little while. And last week was our first time actually working on yeah. uh, heroics on us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good progress. Uh, and, uh, I've been leveling a new class. I uh, I rolled. I I, I gave birth. <laughs> gave birth to Remax the Druid. Yay! I think it was Saturday. I wasn't able to get to it on Friday. I was wiped. Yeah, I think we've decided that Rem just needs to take Fridays off. Yes, don't anything. ask me to do anything on Friday, <laughs> unless it's guest host a podcast, and I'll make an exception. Yeah, then you need to like Red Bull it up. Yeah. <laughs> Too much Red Bull I drink. Um. But uh, yeah, Remax, and I, I didn't even make the connection of the ox at the end. I just, I have a whole bunch of characters named Rem something. I have a warrior named Remix, R-E-M-M-E-X. So this is Remix, Remox. <laughs> Remox. <I'm> yeah. 
And uh, you can follow along my pro- with my progress on our new blog, yes. tornthinktank.com slash blog. Mm-hmm. I am up to level 12 now. I only have two pieces of heirloom gear plus the guild XP bonus. And uh, went out uh, with, 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 what's his name now, Bane? Yes. Bane, yes, Bane. And uh, we killed a, a Grim Totem dude together. That was pretty cool. And he sent me along to meet Garage. So I'm chilling out in Orgrimmar right now, sleeping next to Gammon for a couple days till I get back at it. <laughs> Maybe you'll take it up again tomorrow since we're off. Hey, I, I, I probably will uh, tomorrow, not Friday. <laughs> it's a little Saturday. Um, but I'm having a good time with it. Good. Uh, the, the Druid's kind of kind of neat. I, I do have, You get kitty form at level 8 now. Yes, that's a yeah, big I, change. I, I played a Druid once back uh, when I first started playing in BC. And it was at level 10. I think it was level 10. They ported you off to Moonglade and you learned bear form. Yeah, and you had to go through all of these quests to actually get the form. Yeah. Now you just give it to you. Right. And it, you didn't get kitty form to like 14 or 18. It was so, like 18, I think. Yeah, it was something, it was something ridiculous. Because what are you going to do in bear form? Um, you're not tanking anything at level 10. So what's nice is that you can you can pull a mob from range. And if they get too close to you, you pop into kitty form. And you melee him to death. Well, that's what I've been doing. See? I don't know how to play a druid. I'm just figuring it out. <laughs> you don't have that many spells to work with at level 12, so you're no. you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit now. I have a, I have Starfire, so I, I blow them up. My first shot was Starfire. Yep. And then I start throwing wraths at them. Mm-hmm. And then if they're not dead, I pop into Kitty form if they get close to me. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, playing range is is a little different. I'm so used to playing melee and being right up there in the scrum of things. So it's it took a little little adjustment. But, it, uh, it's a huge different perspective on the game when you're at stuff. distance versus up close. I totally agree. Um, I've played some melee in my time, but I I stick with ranged at this point, and melee feels really weird to me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm supposed to level as resto, and I did choose resto as my main spec when I had the choice level ten. But uh, when I do get to max level, I think I'm going to switch to balance. Give that a try. Oh, I think that you'll enjoy that. And by that point, we may be at close to Mista Pandaria, and you can see the new boom, the Boomkin form. Yeah, the crazy chicken armor. <laughs> chicken armor for the win. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would like to thank one of uh, two of our guildies. I'd like to thank uh, Mera. She uh, was nice enough to give me some bags and even some gold. I didn't even ask for gold, but Aww. she was nice enough to drop some in my pocket. So thank you, Mera, for the wonderful bags and gold. And I would like to thank uh, fellow raid member Hulhauser for giving me a scribe satchel. <laughs> Did you pick your your professions? No, I can't use a scribe satchel for anything. I don't plan <laughs> doing professions, but he was kind enough to give it to me. So I would like to thank him. So and he gave it, you a bag that you can't use. Right. I love it. And what's the real crime here is that Hule's microphone is broken. I know. And we can't talk to him during a raid. And that really had an effect on me yesterday because I need I need Huel to say something silly. <laughs> well, he does enough silly, at least to me. Huel is a, uh, a priest, and he's one of my, my healer crew and uh, my fellow healers. And he and our other shadow priest really enjoy the life grip. Uh, it's, it's the game of life grip jewels closest to the edge of a cliff. <laughs> so see if she falls off or get her while she's speaking and mumble and then yank her character across the screen. So <laughs> so a special shout out to Zanra and Hulhauser for your fun antics during raids. I giggle every time you do it. You may not hear me and mumble because I have to push to talk to do it. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, so that's me leveling a druid. If you are on Wormers the Court and you want to come say hi, it's R E M M O X. And uh, come look for me and, uh, and bring me presents. <laughs> this is all he's after, is really his presents. He just doesn't want to talk. Well, in the news, we'll talk about why I want presents, right? Oh, yes. I think Speaking so. of news, let's do some news. Okay. News so big, it's, well, big. So what's going on this week in the news, Jules? Oh, there's that new mount that came out, the Grand Expedition mount. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been talking about this. It's the debate on whether or not that people feel that there's value in getting it for themselves with the 60,000 gold price tag. Well, we need a gold sink. <laughs> Isn't what I the don't. black market auction house is for? Well, but not every, you know, everybody who has 60,000 gold to spend is going to go spend it on a on a on a yak. <laughs> well, it's the nice part about it is it has better features than the current uh, was it the Travelish Tundra Tundra Mammoth that's now currently out there. Oh, the features are incredible on this thing. I mean, it, it'll repair your gear, sell you food and water. It'll give you a 14 slot bag, campfire materials, and the best part is it got a reforger on board. See, and that I think is what makes people the most happy in this world because now that you don't have to go back into town to train when you're in the new expansion and you're wanting to reforge your gear on the fly and all you need to do is pop a mount open to do it. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. So you can loot a piece of gear during a raid, pop outside, reforge it, throw some gems in it and be wearing it for the, you know, that same night instead of having to, okay, after raid, I'll go do it and I'll be ready to go for next week. Now you can do it right then and there. Yeah. And I just, I love that fact because how many times have we had someone during break who just jumps back into town to go and pick up that piece of gear and get it reforged and whatever they do. And then can I have a summon back? Yeah. Or, you know, five minutes is up and now we're on 10 minutes. I'm just looking for gem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think it's a nice feature to the game. You know, Blizzard's always thinking of things that we can do for making it more, um, you know, you have this mount that can do more stuff. <laughs> Who doesn't like to do more stuff? Oh, and um, and $60,000 be taken, $60,000, 60,000 gold <laughs> will be taken out of the economy every time somebody purchases one. So that, that's a good thing as well. I won't be purchasing one because I don't think I'll ever get that close unless the gold rewards and MOP are ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that I just depends. I don't know how to save my gold. I'm <laughs> buying crap with it all the time. Well, I don't even know. It's like gems and stuff. Yeah, but see, you don't do a lot with professions either. Not until recently. Um, if you spent <laughs> time going out and farming materials. <laughs> are you telling me how to play the game, Jules? I'm not telling you how to play the game. You play the game just how you want. Because it's my $15. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to make fun of you for not having professions for most of your WoW career. I'm I'm max jewel crafter and max mining. Yeah, and I about fell off my chair when you told me that you were actually leveling them. Yeah, that. I mean, I hit max mining close to the beginning of the expansion because I worked on that in Wrath. But uh, I don't know, when did I do it? I don't remember, <laughs> but <laughs> jewel crafting, max jewel crafting is very recent. Yes. So. It was really kind of weird to see you doing this. It's like, um, wait, has the, <laughs> has hell frozen over? Because <laughs> Rub is doing a profession and putting his mind to doing the profession where he used to say, I hate professions. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, spent a lot of gold too. 
you do spend a lot of gold, but you know, it's nice to have it because now you don't have to go, I have to go buy that gem. Oh, and everybody okay. comes to me for, for cut gems. It's great. Mm-hmm. I feel important. <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving something back to the community. Yeah. And uh, something was released that is near and dear to your heart. Oh, the new Mr. Pandaria music. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. I sat on, what was it, Sunday, I think? I sat down and I was the only one up in the house. And, you know, the cats finally settled down and were stopping crazy feed me mode. So I I turned the music on. And for Mr. Pandaria, I just listened while I kind of just did my stuff. It is so amazing. Um, I, oh, I can't even talk about it. It's like anthemic music is the best way I can say. Define anthemic. Just that feeling of like you're in a movie and watching oh. this huge climactic scene or this really touching moment, um, something that moves you to the point where you feel emotion when you listen. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we were, pre- we were prepping the show and I had it on again in my headphones and I'm just, I just kind of, would just drift away for a minute and get lost in the music. I love it so much. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I I'm hoping that this is not the, it was only 30 minutes that was released on MMO champion this week. Wow. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. But, um, I think that they'll have more than that for a soundtrack. Um, if you buy the collector's edition, like arcane, the fire mage does, um, he buys (laughs) that every time. (laughs) So you get to hear more than 30 minutes of music. I'm guessing. But I I haven't heard the music. I've only heard the uh, the title mm-hmm. title music. Um, I just haven't had a chance to listen. But I'm, if it's anything like the the intro music, then then I'm sure it's fantastic because oh, that was that was beautiful. It's beautiful. You will love it. And you know, I I was talking to Arcane about it earlier, and he's like, I just want to wait until it's actually in the game, and I'm a part of the the interactivity of it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I understand that. I just I just love listening to music period so it was nice to just hear it without having the visual yet and then mm-hmm. i can tie the visual within the the, the audio when it's right. time so very cool for me all right and um i guess ghost crawler had some news for us yes i saw this today actually that head enchants are gone thank it's, god oh, Thank you. Um, shoulder enchants will also be available by uh, scribes. So now inscription will have some usefulness beyond just making the one-time um, glyphs that we have, we have, we have to make. Um, it was basically decided because <laughs> there was no more. We just they didn't want this to be a focus of of the faction reputation that you were only going to grind the faction rep for this for certain faction just to get a head or shoulder enchant. I think and that's you, smart. You know what this addresses too is when they said that achievements were going to go account wide and mounts maybe going account wide. Everyone was up in arms because faction rep wasn't going account wide. Mm-hmm. So we have to grind rep on different tunes just for these enchants. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you don't. So this is this kind of you know makes everything better. You no longer have to worry about grinding faction rep on each tune for your head enchants and your shoulder enchants. Yes, and Ghostcrawler was his comment was now you don't have to try to work as hard to get your gear ready to be able to go into a raid. Right, and and, and headpieces aren't enchantable at all. No, they're not going to be. So it will be something for shoulders still, but I think that's a really, that's just a smart move. I don't miss it. I don't miss having to remember that extra step. Ugh, I didn't enchant my headpiece. 
So Maybe I can put my scribe satchel to good use now. I know. Well, my priest <laughs> is an inscriptionist scribe, um, so <laughs> it'll be nice to see what they add to that. Um, I usually leave that discovery when the actual expansion comes out. But um, they also did mention, too, um, that these the old enchants, like the ones from uh, Deep Home, that is going to be, they're going to be made non-functional so that players aren't feeling forced to revisit that old content anymore to make their have. gear. Yeah. But some <laughs> people might have. Yeah. It's if you rolled an alt, let's say, let's say you rolled a monk or if you rolled a panda in any class, you'd still have to go in and grind the faction to feel like your gear was, was successful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was. I, I was nice. It was nice to see this. It's like I, I can see where their their minds are going. I like it. Yeah, it makes makes the game a lot more. I don't want to say fun. Um, a lot more accessible. Yes. Right. Accessible. Yeah. Yeah. It's you can kind of get into that end game content just a little bit easier, not feeling like you're missing a crucial piece of enchanted gear to mm-hmm. make yourself effective. Oh, and um. What is this I'm reading in the show notes I haven't seen before? <laughs> oh, gosh. So I, I have a little story for you. Um, oh, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> my um, my parents actually have been listening to our show. <laughs> That's my par- awesome. My parents are awesome. Um, and they have, you know, I was telling them about what we were doing. And they had no idea what it meant to do a podcast, but I gave them the, the website and I said, here's what we're doing. We're talking about World of Warcraft. I know you're not going to understand a thing about it, but, you know, if, if you'd like to listen, here's what you'd like. Here's where you can find it. So my dad sent me a text message over the weekend and he said, hey, honey, I listened to your to episode three and I have no effing idea what you're talking about but it sounds really good (laughs) it's a great job and you know it's all this stuff and I'm just laughing and he said I don't know what I did to raise a daughter who's farming mats I mean you're a Jersey girl Jersey girls don't farm mats (laughs) he has no idea what we were talking about southern Jersey they do in southern Jersey they do (laughs) I'm originally from New Jersey and that's where my parents live and so I was talking to them on Skype just before we started doing our show prep and my dad was saying how he had listened and he was just laughing. He's like, you know, if you can just, you know, is there something in the game where you can go and like have a beer or something like that or have a drink with your, with, and I said, well, yeah, there's taverns all over the place. And he's like, I think we should have a a tavern. Like you should just give us names or something like that. And we can be, we can have a tavern in, in your game and in, in your podcast, you can talk about our tavern. <laughs> I said, Dad, you want to, you want to be a, a tavern? You own a tavern? He said, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I said, I couldn't come up with names on the fly. So I said, well, why don't I just call you mom and dad Jules for now? <laughs> Hold on, Jules. Are they, they're not, um, they're not goblins, are they? My parents? <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know what they do in their spare time. Oh, no. <laughs> but they've never touched the game in their life. They don't know exact anything about it. But they were talking to me about this and they said, they said, well, why don't you, why don't you say like we own Owl's Tavern somewhere? And I said, well, what about Owl's Tavern in Orgrimmar? And he said, okay. <laughs> Let's call said, it Al Moo. Al Moo. 
Al Moose Tavern. Okay, Al Moose Tavern it is. We're just making this up on the fly. Yes. Um, and then my dad said, well, is there something about, like, is there some kind of a, you know, female or a woman class or something like that that, you know, and I said, well, there's there's blood elves. He's like, well, is there something like a girl's night out? <laughs> I said, well, the yes. so, so this is the special message from Al Moose Tavern in Orgrimmar for you folks tonight. Blood Elves Ladies' Night, half-priced Nogginfogger elixirs, female bells drink free. All baking is done on the premises. We make the best seafood magnifique in town. All right. <laughs> Yay. First round's on REM. First round's on REM, and uh, Jules will make sure that you guys don't don't fall on the face on your faces on the floor. And don't drink and fly. <laughs> so now you may actually hear some additional promos from Al Moose Tavern from Mom and Dad Jules. So. Yeah. The, the sponsorship money is fantastic. Another <laughs> part of the show. Would like to thank Al Moose Tavern. You know, we're going out to visit them in a couple months, and you know, you might actually get to see pictures of Al Moose Tavern. I can't promise you, but I have a feeling that Dad Jules may have some things up his sleeve. Dad, we need a better name. <laughs> well, we can actually we'll come up with a better name, but uh, you know, and we can probably come up names for them too. But it was kind of on the fly, so I thought that was pretty funny. Since since you're actually not just Jules, you're Julana. Yes. You should have Mamana and Dadana. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Mamana and Dadana <laughs> of Al Moves Tavern. Dad, those are your names from now on. <laughs> okay, let's cancel the rest of the show and let's work on this because okay. this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love. It. So anyway, my parents are epic. They're awesome. They are so supportive and even though they have no idea what language we're speaking, they are supportive of Torrent Think Tank. So thank you guys. I love you. And uh we'll look forward to some more Almu's Tavern advertising. Right. <laughs> um, I love you guys too, not only for the sponsorship money, but for bringing me jewels. Okay, and like I said last week, let's get back into doing what we're not being paid to do. Let's dive into the think tank. Here at the Torn Think Tank, the WoW podcast about the WoW player, we answer your questions and we talk about your thoughts of what's been bugging you in this game. As we mentioned before, our advice is only our own advice. It's our opinions from our experiences so uh, if we steer you wrong, um, go talk to the Goblin Reforger guy. <laughs> <laughs> does it make you nervous to do a disclaimer? It does. I don't. Yeah, you can handle this. No, I don't know. <laughs> We're all being silly. It's okay, Ram. It's all right. <laughs> we just. <laughs> We're, you know, we just want to make sure that, you know, that we're doing this for fun and that, uh, you know, our advice is meant to be as constructive as possible. But, you know, we may not always be right. So. And, and not just for fun, because but we actually care. We do. Yeah, that's that's what we want to get across is we do care and we do hope we are helping out and giving us some something to think about and maybe some good advice to follow. I should say, too, that um, the question that we had on episode three regarding the um, the My 15 Bucks Guild that was um, made after the GM issues, I spoke to that person who wrote us in and they said that they were going to talk to the GM as I advised. I don't know how it went, but they did tell me that they were going to take my advice. So, you know, that's the that is worth a, a million gold to me. Just mm-hmm. that. 
it, it just feels really validating that we are giving some, at least what I hope is good advice. So what was fun is that the person who asked that question was actually in our heroic Lich King raid last week. Yes. <laughs> I guess that they had heard us talking about it and or heard you talking about it um, in voice chat, but I don't go on those, those raids. So, <laughs> so I guess Rem was doing his, his very good job of promoting our podcast. Right. I, I kind of hop in and say, Hey, I'm Rem. I'm a leader for raid team one and co-host of a brand new podcast. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I'm going to make our GM so mad at me. <laughs> we love you, Meg. We love you. All right. Okay. Let's dive in. And I've got first question. Okay. Hi, Jules and Rem. I need some advice. I try very hard to be a polite and helpful person in game, but there is one person who is a friend of a friend in my guild that I just don't like. When I say don't like, I mean I would put the person on my ignore list if there wasn't another friend or other guildies involved. I don't want to cause any guild drama, especially because my GM is awesome. What strategies would you recommend in my situation, minimizing conflict, but also maintaining my sanity? Honestly, I almost didn't write in because I don't want to cause any issues in the guild, but this person annoys me every single time we are group grouped. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Um, this question came from um, from someone that we chose to keep anonymous. Uh, it is a member of the podcasting community. We just thought it would be easier if we kept this person's identity a secret so that we don't cause any strife for them. Yeah. And this is kind of a tough question. It is hard. Especially not having the person here to keep asking questions of to delve further into the story. Uh, we followed up a little bit through email and tried to get a clearer picture. And the, the very first thing that I asked in my head was, well, what is this person doing that's causing our writer to not like them? Um and they actually gave us um, gave us some feedback in email. Said that this person is um, this person in question is drama ridden, complaining, weirdly obsessive, and lying. Um, and it's just that this it sounds like it's just a person who just is not very trustworthy at all. And I I can relate somewhat to this situation because there has been. Um, there's been a person who is uh, a friend of our GM who has gone on some of our raids in the past. And I personally do not like the person, this person at all. Um, they just, their, their voice is very annoying. It, they talk all the time. They're never really sure what they're supposed to be doing. It's a big, it's just a lot of chatter for no reason. And that's not the kind of person that I want to spend time with. What I did in that situation is I actually spoke to the GM and just said, hey, look, I just want to let you know that this person is not one of my favorite people and I would prefer not to spend time with them if I can help it. And our GM was understanding she, you know, she's in a tough position because she likes us both. And then she's looking at, oh, excuse me, I'm hiccuping. <laughs> um, she's looking at us both and being like, well, how do I make this work? Um, between the situation, if I want to invite this this person who is actually not in our guild into our runs for something. So I feel like our writer may benefit from at least expressing their opinion to their GM about this. And it, it sounds like there's, you know, there's friendships involved, but it's okay to say, Hey, you know what? We just don't see eye to eye here. Yeah. 
And uh, when, talking to the GM would be a, a good way to go. Just letting her know or him know what's up um, and being positive about it, not coming at it from a negative point of view. Uh, but if you have to miss guild events because of it, and that's that's tough. You don't want to miss guild events because of one person. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to sit here and say to you, uh, be strong. Just ignore the person and don't pay any mind to what she says or he says in the chat. And just go on and be a part of the guild and don't even worry about it. Because that's easy for me to do. I can ignore people, no problem, while I'm staring at them. You can ask the legendary fit. <laughs> um, but it's, it's tough not being able to, to, to pry more info out of this. Uh, but but Jules' strategy is, is right on, and I think it's the way to go. I kind of equate this to being in a situation like a work environment where you don't like a coworker because you're in this situation. And I mean, there is there are obvious differences between a guild situation and a work situation, but you're there for for similar reasons to be, you know, you're working there for money. You're in the guild because you're enjoying your time. You're not going to just make a snap decision to just leave. So you have to choose how you handle the situation with that person. Most of the time it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to bite my tongue and not say anything. And um, I don't know. I, I have a tough time with this. You know, when it's talking about um, complaining and being, you know, lying and, you know, if it were me and it was dri- driving me crazy, like really crazy, I may just gently start to call that person out on the carpet sometimes. <laughs> And we can take that that work analogy to to uh, to a little little further. You know, let's say you are working for a company and you work for the same company but in different departments. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to see each other at all during the week. However, somebody has a birthday on Friday, and the whole company comes down for cake. Mm-hmm. You may be able, you may have to have cake next to the person, but you don't have to talk to the person. Yeah. You can stay within your own little group and mingle with your friend or two friends who are in that other person's group as well. And never have to interact and just kind of blocking out all the negativity, all the comments you might be hearing coming from her conversation if you are overhearing it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. And there's an an added element here because our writer mentioned that they're also doing raids and instances and things like that with this person they don't like. They're being kind of pulled into it. And that's the same kind of situation as if you were pulled into a project team at work. You're forced to work together in that situation because it is it's presenting itself. In the game, you have a little bit more of a choice because you're not your boss is not breathing down your neck to tell you that you have to join this project team. But it's a choice of either saying, I'm going to go and enjoy the raid, or I'm not gonna go and I don't get to join the raid because this person is in there. It's it's also a matter of mindset, in my opinion. In that if you just kind of go in and be like, you know what, I'm just going to mentally block this person out and focus on the people that do matter to me. And if they are part, you know, that's mindless chatter. That's all this crap. I'm just going to ignore it. It doesn't it doesn't I won't let it affect me and it won't affect me unless I let it. Yeah, you nailed it. So I think that, you know, you're in a situation where you want to stay where you are. You enjoy your your GM. You like your guildies. So it's just this one person who is a pain in the butt and that person becomes just mindless noise and you just leave them alone in your brain, focus on the people that are important and the people that you care about. 
And, you know, we're not all going to get along at all different times of life. And it's the same thing in the game. So it's just making sure that you find the pr- the pleasure in doing the things that you enjoy without letting this person take you down. Right. You just, you want to be strong. Mm-hmm. Just keep yourself strong, be strong in your mindset, block out the external noise and, uh, and focus on having fun. And sometimes if you just need to put your microphone on mute and swear a couple of, t- of words after frustration to get it out, go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, go ahead. No, you finish. No, it's, it's, it's a really tough situation when someone is driving you crazy in vent, especially you don't want to hear them. You don't want to listen to them. Um, you know, <laughs> maybe you can just mute them personally so you don't have to hear them. I did that once for that person that I don't like. Yeah. I just and, muted and them. If we're missing anything here, you know, write back, let us know. We can talk this out further. Yeah. It's always good to throw opinions and thoughts at outside voices and see what they come back with. Yeah. And I wish you a lot of luck. I think it's, um, it's a tough situation to be in, but it's definitely, you can, you can find ways to push past it to still enjoy your time in the game without letting this person take over. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So question number two, greetings, Rem and Jules. I am Hoofit, a GM and 10 man raid leader, main druid tank of Horderlies on Deathwing. This is the guild that, um, Root from Hearthcast is, is part of. Your guild startup story bears, ha ha ha, many similarities to ours and inspired me to ask about this scenario. Cataclysm has been the first time our guild has completed any current raid dungeon content in normal mode while the content was still current. Sound familiar, Rem? Sure does. We managed, to, <laughs> we managed to get our Glory of the Cataclysm Raider achievement when Firelands came out. We missed most of this due to it being summer, but when Dragon Soul came out, we managed to get this down too. Much of this is attributable to having the same 10 Raiders many weeks in a row getting over those walls, where in previous expansions we maybe only ever had five consistent Raiders with five new ones every raid night. Oh my gosh, it's like looking in a mirror. I know. Surprised at ourselves that we actually got not only current content down, but the final raid of the expansion down and on farm, we focused on getting our rogue the legendary daggers since that seemed to be the next thing that we should do. We have some folks out this weekend, but if things go well, we'll still complete it this week. And if not, the next week for sure when everyone is back. Congrats. Yes, big congrats. Once we complete the daggers, I'm not sure how much interest we'll have in continuing to farm Dragon Soul normal. Most of our raid team can no longer use anything from it. With Summer here, getting getting consistency will be difficult, one of the main reasons for our failure to complete Firelands. But doing heroic seems to be the only logical thing to push for with the core raid team anyway. We could raid normal mode with alts, even with the nerfs going in with undergeared alts is still challenging since many people are doing different roles, or use normal mode as a training ground for new or old members that are interested in core team raiding, but don't have the experience yet to prepare them for future MOP raiding. What other suggestions, what kinds of other suggestions do you have? Thanks, Hoofit from Horderlies.com. Thanks for the question, Hoofit. (laughs) Master Raid Leader, I'm letting you take this one first. Thank you. When uh, when we approached the end of the Legendary Fitz Legendary Quest, we had a, a, a team meeting because I wanted to see – I think we had started doing Heroic Morchok at that point. And I wanted to gauge everybody's interest and in what they wanted to do at the end of the expansion here. 
And it gave him the choice. You know, we could farm it for a little while. We could farm with alts. We can push on heroic progress, or we can just go uh, do old raids, or even just put raiding on hiatus till the expansion. And after a little bit of a discussion, not much, because everybody had the same mindset, we all agreed that we wanted to push forward on heroic progression. And we did also say we wanted to get Sinestra. Sinestra? Yes. Yeah, Sinestra down. Um, that that we're still having a tough time getting to because just just finding the time to do Bastion at Twilight. But uh, yeah, we had a meeting and decided where we wanted to go as a team. And we're doing heroics now. We're four of a heroic, and everybody is still having fun and still interested on in pushing more because now that we have a goal, our goal turned into not just heroic raiding, but also into getting all the achievements that are associated with the raid. And I believe we only have two left now. Yeah, that's right. Because we uh, we got one by accident, or not by accident, because you guys are awesome and got the uh, the War Master achievement. Yes, and we were kind of trying, but not. And then we wound up going, oh, we got it. Whoa, yeah. So that's what we did. We decided we wanted to continue with heroic progression and see how far we could get, because we had never been that far before as a raid team. And we were able to keep the same 10 people together week every week. And in the weeks we didn't, we found other ways to keep ourselves busy. Uh, I, I, I did not like the idea of just breaking up because I didn't want to lose our, our team mentality, our camaraderie, our momentum. So at the very least, if nobody wanted to do heroic progression, I would have found other things to do as a raid team, be it old dungeon, uh, old raids, old achievements, or some alt nonsense, something just just to keep <laughs> us together yeah. until the expansion drops. And uh, and I was lucky enough to have a team that wanted to continue with heroic progression. So I would say you know have a meeting with your team and, and gauge their interest. Um, for example, when when I when I asked about doing Sinestra, I had everybody whisper me whether they were interested in doing going after Sinestra or not. That way, nobody's opinion had to get out if it was. Um, if it was different than the rest of the team and no one was shamed into giving an answer they didn't want to give, you know, oh, everybody else is saying yes. I have to say yes too. So I, I was able to avoid that. Mm-hmm. At some point we'll, we'll get into Sinestro when we can convince Jules to, to come along and be positive about it. <laughs> you make me sound so <laughs> negative Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> but she's having fun with heroic progression right now. Yeah. And yes. I didn't expect that I would. Um, to be completely honest, I I wasn't really in it for the heroic progression, but now that we've shown that we can do it, it's been really, it's been surprisingly fun for me. And, um, I think I, I, you know, you're on the money hundred percent on this. The one thing I wanted to ask you though, is when you got, and I don't even know the answer to this, when you had people, you know, give you the answers about what they wanted to do, whether it be old world raids or heroic content or going back and trying to get achievements that you, did you kind of go with your own gut or did you go with the majority vote or did you just take in what you heard? I, um, I went all three. Yep. <laughs> um, of course, the majority will rule. Uh, I, I, like you know me, I will never force the team to do something that they, as a whole, do not want to do. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, everybody gave me their opinion, and I put it into one big ball of collectiveness, 
and send it out there mm-hmm. before the team. I'm using my hands to talk to you right now. <laughs> so yeah, I, I took everybody's input and and put it all together in a way that made sense. But ultimately, as the raid leader, you made the final decision. Right. If if every if I had four people say yes, four people say no, two people said they want to do something else, then we would have had a problem. Mm-hmm. And I would have had to put more raid leading abilities to the test. Yes. Uh, and at that point, then, you know, if, if you have a group that's split like that, then you narrow the choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, we had a, a majority of, of our team that wanted to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the way that Hoofed has described his progression is so similar to what we went through. Um, with getting fit his daggers as well, it kind of put us at this standstill almost like we'd been gunning, 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 gunning. We'd been going to get Kane, his legendary staff and firelands. Then it was doing that jointly with the dragon soul runs for fit to get his daggers. And then it was like, um, now what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of this freaked out moment that we all had, like, what are we going to do? Should we drop down? Cause we raid two nights a week. We raid Tuesdays and Thursdays and it was discussed. It's like, do we drop down to one night a week? Do we go still two? do we do this? Do we do that? Do we mix it up? And it was really, it was a lot of discussion, but it happened as a group um, effort. So that was really good. Yeah. And, but ultimately, Huff, I think you just, you know, you need to weigh in on what you have to have your raid team members weigh in on what they would like, but it's your decision as the raid leader, ultimately. Yeah. Very recently, I had someone suggest to me that we go to raiding only one night a week. And um, as tired as I was on that Thursday, I, I want to keep, I like to keep the two nights open. And we're not raiding a second night this week because no. we accomplished what we needed to. But next week, when we need to spend time on Hagara, it's nice to know that we have Thursday available to finish. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to grind in Hagara for an hour. So we got to clear the instance. Let's keep going. Yeah. So we're, we're able, we're going to be able to, like we did with the Zanas. And we didn't need all the time that we thought we were going to need. But next week, we're going to have it. So we don't have to rush ourselves. We can, we can go through different strategies, try again. Try again and try again mm-hmm. and get her. And if we need to finish clearing on Thursday, we have that time set aside to do so. Yeah, it gives you so much more flexibility to be able to have that second night possible. And it it does wonders for morale when you're trying to burn through heroic content and you're banging your head against a wall. To be able to just say, okay, guys, we're just going to stop tonight and we're going to come back at it tomorrow or Thursday, sorry, and just try and get this down for this. And we're going to do it because we'll be fresh and we'll be ready and everybody's tired now. So, okay, let's just let's get her done. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hoofit, I do want to tell you, if you have a group of 10 that you like and they're doing a great job but everybody is in tune and thinking what the other one's thinking and you've got a really good thing going – you need to hold on to that thing. You need to wrap and, uh, a, a rope around it, pull it tight, and hold on to it for dear life because it is so hard to find a team that gets that in tune with each other, that's that ready to go and ready to raise and ready to give it all for the team. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just running an old dungeon once a week, you got to keep the team together as best you can because mm-hmm. it, it, finding people to replace them, it gets tough. It does. Maybe. When the, when the expansion hits, there'll be an influx of new players, but they might be players who haven't played for a while. They might have their own agenda. They might be looking for a new raid team just to find a new raid team after that. So 
yeah, have a meeting with your team and see what they want to do. But at all costs, whatever you do, try, try, try to keep them together somehow. Even if you just mix it up, like you were talking about doing an alt night and running yeah. through through regular Dragon Soul, or um, going back and doing, a, you know, so you're going back and doing other older content, or you know, getting even just rotating somebody new into the mix so that they can get a taste of what it's like to raid. Um, but keep them going. It's it seems like the best way if you, you know, even if you say, oh, well, like Rem's doing is giving us a night off this week, and everybody's like, yay, and. But we're not all just being like, oh, well, Thursdays, we should just get rid of Thursdays. It's just, it's kind of nice to have a night off in the week. So Yeah, and so. it's a reward. Yeah, you did it a is. did a good job. <laughs> you guys rocked it, man. You got four of eight heroic. You can have a night off. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck, Hoof. Let us know how it's going and, uh, you know, go for the horde. He's a Twitter follower. He is. I love him. He's awesome. He has a, a little segment on um on, on Hearthcast. Yes, he does. And I, for the life of me, I can't think of the name of it. I but it's, it's funny because it he talked about being organized. and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to remember something. this when we're done. I'm going to totally remember this. But, you know, but a big shout out again to Hearthcast and, and uh, the team over there because we love Root, your show. Root and Frick, I'm very sorry. I just butchered that whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame Bram for his late night brain. Yeah. We're just starting out. moving on jules okay moving on so we have a third question here hi jules and rem first off loving the podcast heard about you on hearthcast and horde for life and had to come over and check it out second glad i found you when i did maybe you can help me get some perspective on my guild issue i'm in a casual guild which is fine by me i am more interested in having fun with friends than and then making then making raiding a job or may- being yelled at by someone who gives that more dots guy a run for his money. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think we're too casual. When we do events or raids, people are often late, and I mean an hour or more late, including the raid leader. Even if the raid leader isn't in charge, for instance, for fun runs, no one wants to start until she shows up. Further, we rarely rarely do anything organized. It seems like everything is pugged within and outside the guild at the last minute and nothing is on the calendar. If I were still unemployed, this might not be an issue for me, but I have limited time to play. And if I know we're doing something at a certain time, I can make sure I'm in game. I can't always commit to a last minute raid just because I happen to be on when someone got a burr under their saddle to do it. I consider our guild leader a friend, but the raid leader is her girlfriend, and I know she will side with her on this and nothing will change, as other people have left previously over wanting to do more in guilds. I know it's my $15, but I don't want to spend a bunch of money to transfer to a different server only to find a guild that I, only to not find a guild that I like or people I don't want to play with. I already left once and came back because I missed my friends and because I couldn't find a guild that I like. And yes, I did a ton of server research before I moved and I thought I found a guild I liked but ended up not meshing with it too well. So thoughts. Do I leave? Hope it gets better. Quit WoW altogether. I just don't know what to do. And since most of my IRL friends don't play MMOs, it's hard to get other opinions. Signed R. Doesn't want to give her server name, but she lives in Nebraska and she is a hoardy. That's tough. Ugh. You know, this eats at me. Yes, it does. Um, because we've we, we've been through some of these bumps before. Yeah. Um, first of all, 
if you enjoy playing World of Warcraft, don't quit. No. There's no need. There's no need to quit at all. No. Um, so, if, if you don't enjoy playing the game, then maybe. <laughs> but if, you, if you're still having a good time doing the things you like to do or getting ready for these activities that may or may not happen, yeah, don't quit. Yeah. Um, now, hope it gets better? I don't know, because it doesn't look like it's going to get better. It seems people have left because of this, and nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like it's going to get better. And do you leave? Maybe. Let's talk about this, Jules. Well, I this is probably the biggest section of communication that you can find. Um, I think that R is in a position where her voice is important, um, or his or her voice. I'm sorry, I don't even know. <laughs> we say her, don't we? I know. I do that all the time. Um, I think that it's the voice speaking up and just talking to the GM in a constructive way to at least express your opinion, because I really run under the strong belief that no one knows how you feel unless you tell them. Right. And there's a lot of assumptions here that the GM knows that this is a problem or doesn't care that it's a problem, but it's possible that they don't have a clue. And though the raid leader is this GM's girlfriend, you have to at least give them the benefit of the doubt to try and say, you know, I'm sorry that I, you know, I'm bringing this to you in this way. I just want to be able to talk to you and let you know that I'm really frustrated. I look forward to these events and people don't seem to take them very seriously if they even show up at all. And it's, it's something that I really enjoy in the game. And I would like to see people taking that with more respect and, you know, if we're going to put take the time to put it together, let's let's do it on time. Like, you know, respect other people's time, too. Yeah. And I feel like um, there's another part of this, too, is I'm wondering if R has ever tried to organize a group herself or himself. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a tough one to answer. I don't know R. So <laughs> um, it doesn't sound like it. Well, and it sounds like it sounds like if she did that people would just show up when they wanted to anyways. Well, and that's something that could be uh you know to say, "Hey, I would like to do this and we're only going to go if everybody can make it on time. Do you guys think that you can be here on time for this event because we, you know, if we if we're not going to get enough people, then we're just not going to go." And it's all about culture in that too. I mean, we have a pretty strong culture in our guild where especially for our raids People are expected to be there on time when they sign up for their raid or they're part of the raid team. If they're not going to be there on time, they're responsible for letting someone know as soon as they do that they're not going to be there on time or they're not going to make it. Um, we just set that culture in our guild because it's it's not just your $15. It's the $15 of nine other people if you're on a 10-man raid team. So if you're, you know, and real life happens, everybody has stuff that comes up at the last minute and you don't know what you're going to have coming in your way. You know, your kid decides to puke on the floor. Uh, <laughs> um, your cat just dumped an entire bowl of food all over your, you know, all over your floor, whatever. I'm talking about a lot of floors, but <laughs> that's okay. Floors are everywhere. And they are. They're on every part of your house. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that if you, if it, it, and it honestly, it's going to come from the top down 
from the GM's perspective. The GM does not care about people showing up on time and being present for the raids or the events or the stuff that they're doing. Then everybody's going to follow that lead and no one's going to care. So if I were in your position, R, what I would do is I would at least try to see if I can make a difference in, in talking to the person who is in charge. Do you have officers in the guild? I would talk to them too. And to see if they feel the same way. If everyone is on the same page and they're just being like, yeah, whatever. You're not showing up on time and what's no big deal. Then there's a fundamental difference between your your beliefs and their beliefs and core beliefs. And if that's the case, then you have a decision to make whether you stay or go, in my it's, opinion. It's funny that you said culture because I was about to say the whole same thing you did. <laughs> Great minds think alike. I know. Um, yeah, it sounds like the culture of this guild is one of a laissez-faire, come-as-you-will mm-hmm. type of deal. And if that, if that's not what you're looking for and you talk to the leadership of the guild and they don't want to change, well, now it's time to look and decide what you do want in a guild. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, is this bothering you so much that you want to find a guild that does something with everybody on time or is it not bothering you that much and you can deal with it and you can stay? It doesn't sound like you want to stay. Well, it's, it's, there's a kind of a mixed feeling on that front to me. I feel like our wants to stay, but there's a lot of aspects of the guild's culture that are not agreeable to that, to this person. And so it's a matter of really just listing your priorities and what you feel is important in a guild. Um, is it friendships or is it the way that people handle certain things? I mean, you know, it's great to have buddies, but you can be real ID buddies and talk to each other um, through real ID if you wanted to. And yeah, I, I wish we knew more about what R was looking for in a guild. Yeah. Because I think that's an important part. And maybe maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't know that at this point. Yep. Um, but it's a good thing to start to think about. Because, um, and, I, you know, you mentioned, too, that, that you did a lot of server and guild research before you moved. And I don't doubt that at all. I do think that it may help to look for guilds on a server that would just allow you to place an alt there for a while. And to see how it fits you before you pay the money to transfer your main, um, before you spend the time to bring, you know, bring it over there and then feel like you're not fitting in. And um, our guild, for instance, we're very alt friendly. We allow any level person to come in, but they go through an application process on our our website before they're admitted. And the application is totally fun and playful, but it also carries a message. We're looking at people's reactions to being asked um, Jedi, ninja, pirate, or what, or none, or what, <laughs> you know, we want to hear what someone says when they're asked a, a silly question. That's just kind of fun. And because that's who we are, we're playful and fun and we joke around and, but we also have a culture that's very, that's very defined. And we're looking for people that are going to fit that culture in a way that is going to be complimentary to them and to us. But you know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like going into a guild where you're just like, okay, let's go and check this guild out and see, you know, look on the main forums of World of Warcraft, listen to who's recruiting and trade and seeing how they're recruiting for people. And just maybe doing that kind of putting yourself in the guild research before making a move, if that's where you're going, if that's, if it just does not match where you are. Yeah, took all my, uh, took my thoughts again. 
I steal all your <laughs> thoughts. I'm sorry. We're sharing a brain tonight. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, go explore. Just like Jules said, go explore and see what's going on in other guilds. And I know you said you've done your research. Uh, stay on your server. Check, you know, check the forms. See who's active. Go on a couple of raids with them, or if they're doing pug raids or old world raids, and and see what's up. And maybe you find one that you like better. Yeah, you just never know what you might yeah. come into play. And there are a lot of there are a lot of great guilds in this game. It just takes a little bit harder, a little bit longer to find them. Um, and that's where you just have to make sure that you're looking for the right things. So knowing what you're looking for, number one. And then deciding if what you're looking for is what you have or if you're just needing to go elsewhere to find it. Yep. And remember, start up at top. You know, address the the, um, the guild leader and go from there. And if they're not going to change or not going to uh, uh, take your concerns and, and take them as valid concerns, uh, then, yeah, time to go. Time to move on. Yeah. Or time yeah. to, time to re- re- reassess your options. Yeah, because it's just because the guild leader doesn't agree with you does not make their opinion wrong. It's just meaning that your opinions are of differing sides. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not a bad thing. It's just that you guys want different things. Okay. Well, then it's a matter of choosing what it is. And maybe maybe this GM will be very willing to hear it and is willing to make the change and is, you know, maybe R can help this this GM push that change forward. Who knows? But at least you will know that you gave it an attempt to fix the problem before saying, okay, I need to cut my losses if I need to. Right. All right. So looks like we have a little thing to talk about here. Yeah. We, we, we put together a little debate topic, which I don't even know if we're actually going to debate because <laughs> I think we might fall on the same side of the fence. Um, <laughs> but I was going through the, uh, the WoW forums and just looking, and I saw a lot of comments recently, especially because of the way that we are between expansions. People are finding, you know, there's so many complaint threads out there right now about people's servers just dead. There's nobody on in my guild. Diablo 3 has killed my guild, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought this would be an, an interesting topic to talk about is did the guild leveling system that was introduced in Cataclysm make it harder for people to find guilds to play with? Um, I th- be Basically, like, is it changed the way that people go towards guilds? Yes. It's been terrible. <laughs> well, not, not terrible. Um, you get a lot of great perks for your guild you get to achieve something as a guild you know get to level 25 so all everyone's excited and you get have group will travel which are taken away so yes. what's the point of having a guild and you know perk anymore because that's the only one that's really worth it you can oh get by- that's not true well no was, yes it is because all the other stuff you can do well yeah you get a 10 percent discount on some mass stuff resurrection temp- mass res uh and uh and 10 leveling speed okay though that's it the rest of the guild perks are all nonsense I you know, like the fact that you can mail you can mail instantly between guildies. You okay, get that, the XP bonus. <laughs> okay, there's a couple things there, but <laughs> but I mean, really, the, the the one big thing is have group, and they're taking that away, which is a whole bunch. That's all. That's next show. Okay. Um, but but yeah, you don't want to get into a guild that's just starting up after if you leave your level 25 guild, and you know things aren't working out. And you see a, a new guild recruiting, and you used to be able to just go and join them and start raiding or doing fun stuff and getting there. But no, 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 no. Now we have to level the guild together, and you're at max level, but you got to find dailies to do so you can contribute to your weekly score. 
it's just and then you don't have you got to work to building up to all the perks again so nobody wants to do it you'll stick in your level 25 guild until you find another level 25 guild that you can hop into am i wrong no you're not wrong and i think that it's really difficult for a new guild to recruit members when they're advertising their guild level and you know saying i'm a level two guild um, cause people are kind of like, I don't get any, I don't get any perks from joining your guild except for the fact that you're new and I don't know you. Yeah, and, and that's not our, a perk. On our old server, when we were trying to recruit, even though we were level 25 guild, the person who was switching would lose all their guild rep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Oh, well, I don't really want to do that. I'll just, I'm going to stay in my guild, but thanks. Thanks for trying to recruit me. Yeah. And it's, so and what you're saying is that it used to be that that person would make a decision solely based on whether they wanted to join the guild or not, right. not about what they would lose or gain based on their cho- their choice. Right. So, you know, now if you switch guilds, you lose all your rep and you, you don't have access to some of the, the higher level um, the guild items or some of the perks restricted by level by um, guild rank too. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, certain things you can't buy too if you're not exalted or yeah. veered. So you got you got to, have to build all that up again. And mm-hmm. if you're at max level and you don't like doing dailies, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. No, you make a good point. I still feel like they're, you know, people make that decision solely based on what they get out of the the perks mm-hmm. and not necessarily about you know their their experience in the game. Sure, you're in a level 25 guild and you have nobody there to play with. You sit there in a ghost town every day, but you're afraid to move because you're going to lose your guild rep. And let's look at it from this way. You have a guild that came together a couple weeks ago, and now they're at level three. Then all of a sudden, one or two of them gets an invite from a bigger level 25 guild. What's to keep them from staying in their small level three guild besides wanting to level the guild together? Oh, no, I want to go raid, so I don't have any rep with this guild. I'm just going to go into the new level 25 guild and build my rep with them, and everything's going to be great because they're level 25. Bye-bye, level two guild. Yeah, no, you make a good point there, too. And it's... It worked out a whole lot better when you were all at the same playing field level, when all guilds were leveling, you know, and everybody was at their own pace. Some of there was some that were level 25 within weeks. There were some that, you know, we took months to get there, but everybody was at least leveling at the time. And now, you know, if you've been in an established guild, you're, you're at level 25, you've been there for a long time and a new guild is going to have a really tough time, especially on servers with low population to try to get someone to actually join their guild and be a part of their community. So I agree. I think it has changed the game. I think it has made people's decisions about guild hopping a lot different. Um, there's good points and there's bad points, but overall, I mean, I like the fact that we have the guild, the guild achievements and we have the guild leveling and the perks, but was the game missing that much without it? No. And and don't get me wrong when I say that I enjoyed when we were coming up together as a guild. If you, you know me, I love doing things with the guild. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the guild. I'm all about the raid team. You know, I'm a big team guy. So when we were leveling and hitting new levels, hey, guys, we had level 15. Hey, we're at level 18. That was exciting. Yeah. But we don't have that anymore. It was short-lived. So it was short-lived. It took what I think it took us what three to six months. Was it six months? Yeah, it was. And we were really months. small. We were yeah. a small guild at the time. We're much bigger now now than we were then. Right. Um. So it took us longer. Yeah. And so once all that ended, we could say, yeah, we're level twenty-five. Oh wait, there's one hundred other level twenty-five guilds in the server. We're not special anymore. We're special in our own minds. Yes. 
<laughs> but to not to anybody else. No, except for the fact that we are more more desirable to be recruitable. If that person coming to us isn't losing rep with their old guild. Right. You know. Um, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work in the new expansion. I know we're getting new perks. Are we going up to level 30? Do you, I don't do you know? know. I had oh, I didn't look into this at all before we put this this topic down. Excuse me, and I I wish that we had, um, but I think we'll we'll learn more as the time goes by, and I'd like to see how that changes. You know, if obviously you're raising the guild level cap, then it takes a lot longer for a new guild to get that high too. So. And I'm I'm not I I know we're getting new abil- um new guild perks, mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm unclear on what the new level, if any, is going to be. I yeah. I may have read something on it before. Um, but I, I just either don't remember or just it wasn't clear at the time. Mm-hmm. But um, it has definitely hurt new guild creation mm-hmm. and, and low-level guild recruitment. Well, be that as it may, the game is going to change when, when Mist comes out because the population is going to grow again. So yeah. we're going to have to see where this goes. But I, you know, I think I would have been okay if we didn't have this part of the game. Yeah, it's, like I said, we've got have group will travel, and that's going away. So now we have a, a leveling bonus and a cauldron. No, we don't even have cauldrons anymore. They're taking cauldrons away. <laughs> so, okay, we have a leveling bonus and mass rest. <laughs> well, I was trying to uh, I was trying to fight you on the topic, but I don't think I'm going to be able to go on the on the opposite tag. I'm going to agree with you. This this topic makes me angry. No, oh, <laughs> I don't want to make you angry. No, 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 no. Angry in a good way. Angry. In such a way, well, I will talk, and I will talk forcefully and move my hands <laughs> so that everybody can see the point I'm trying to make. Don't you all wish Rem was on camera right now? Oh, maybe one day when maybe he gets handsome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's how I feel about guild leveling. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never be starting my own guild. I will stick until my last dying day in the World of Warcraft. Until they the shut Reckoning the servers game. off. Or until the GM kicks me out. Okay. <laughs> One or the other. Okay. Jules, let's wrap this thing up. Sounds good, Rem. <laughs> so we do want to have throw a uh, throw a little a couple thank yous out to some people. Um, firstly, I would like to thank Epsana from the Dark Moon Herald for contributing to today's show. We have been in contact throughout the past few days, and she's a lovely, lovely person. She's and wonderful. I'm so glad we are Twitter friends. Yes. And I also want to thank. And I don't thank him enough, so I might buy him a drink this weekend. The uh, the legendary fit for uh, for putting up with us and yes. putting this show together. And last week he had it out in hours. <laughs> we were pretty. We were so impressed, and he continues to surprise us every week with things that he pulls out of his magic hat. So we love you, Fit. Please um, drink a beer or other alcoholic I, beverage he doesn't drink beer i um, will drink his beer you'll drink his beer will you will you buy him a drink for me and i'll pay you okay okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to reach fit and he doesn't know we're doing this but you can get him at fit at tornthinktank.com. that's fit p-h-y-t-t you're not allowed to edit that outfit nope and we should have added we should have made it legendary fit yes i know well we can still change that down the road yeah i think we will mm-hmm and uh, also, we would like to thank uh, Jules's husband, Arcane the Fire Mage. You hear his lovely voice uh, every show, starting episode two. 
introducing introducing our segments, introing the show, and putting the show to bed. So thank you, Arcane the Fire Mage. And also, as we said at the beginning of the show, um, Evera for doing all the lovely artwork on our site. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find her at Evera.com or EveraArt.blogspot.com. It's Evera, E-V-E-R-A. And Evera Art is E-V-E-R-A-A-R-T.blogspot.com. Wonderful. So we also have for you some, uh, we have a, one new five-star review on iTunes from Scorpion Ride Wow our good friend on Twitter as well. Thank you very much for your very, very nice iTunes uh, five-star review. Um, If you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, please do so. We would love to hear your comments. Uh, Five-star reviews are definitely really preferred. (laughs) But if you have something other than a five-star review, we still want to hear your comments. So please leave that on iTunes. We are now also on Stitcher as well. So you can certainly leave us a review on Stitcher as well. And that's for all of our Android users out there. Yay. Um, We've been really, really busy on Twitter this week. And I'd like to just give a special shout out to some good friends on Twitter. Um, To Sterling Lee 38. To Daryl Ellert. Revan Geek. Jan Gasm. Hitch Told You. MC Thomas. Rob Copeland. And Anatune. All of these folks have sent us really, really nice messages to let us know that they're listening and that they're enjoying the show. So thank you guys so much. We love our Twitter friends and please keep um, keep in touch with us because we love it. And and I am absolutely addicted to feedback. <laughs> he craves it. <laughs> and if you want to follow Rem's journey through Druid greatness, you can check it out at our blog. Uh, our website is tornthinkdig.com. Excuse me, <laughs> tornthinktank.com. And you can find our blog at tornthinktank.com slash blog. I encourage you to check it out because I kind of feel like an idiot writing no one. Yeah, so please leave him comments and let him know that you're reading. Yes, I have pictures. I take pictures, screenshots. <laughs> yeah. And I've been yelled at by the legendary fit to size them properly. So they're sized properly. There you go. Oh, good and job. Yes. <laughs> so do check that out. Um, like I said, I'm addicted to feedback. So please send me Twitter. Send me emails. You can find me on the Twitter. I am at Remgar, R-E-M-G-H-A-R. And you can email me at rem at tornthinktank.com. Jules. How do they find you? They find me on Twitter. I am Jules the Torrin. And we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash torrent think tank. Please like our page. We're kind of low on the likes and we don't get stats until we hit 30 people who like our page. So if you're geeky and like numbers like we do, please like our page. Let us know you're there. We leave like nice little messages out there, let you know that there's a show out there and little (laughs) articles that I find through the week. So um, please like us on Facebook and you can also send us uh, the very important thing to send us questions because without your questions, we have no show, no show, no show. So we need your questions and that can be sent to questions at tornthinktank.com. You can also reach me directly an email. I'm Jules at tornthinktank.com. J U L E S. All right. So this has been episode four of triple T. Yes, Jules, I'm going to turn it into Triple T before you know it. Fine. Triple T is for Torn Think Tank. So, for Arcane the Fire Mage, for the legendary fit, the lovely Jules, I am Rem. Thank you for listening, and slash moo, everybody. Slash moo!
Thanks for listening to Torrent Think Tank, a presentation of Stormrite Productions. Do I sound echoey at all? Excellent. This is not a bag. If you would look inside for three seconds, you would see it is not a bag. (laughs) I knew he was doing it. I'm sitting here giggling without trying to make noise. If I agreed with you, then we would both be wrong. Your panda is a dick. Control C. Open up. Control V. There you go. Hello. It's like Keystone (laughs) Cops over here. I'm going to keep talking because he told me to. My homemade wine turned into some sort of vinegary liquor. Uh, I'm just going to pretend that's because he's that excited that I'm here. It's going back to just creepy. <laughs> just creepy. You just put that over and over again. Oh, great. Now I'm a <laughs> Thanks. No, you're not a <laughs> You just never used it before, Dorcas. Don't use that on the blooper reel because I don't want to offend re- I know. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy yet. Give me a couple of weeks. Just need a drink. Like, we're not even live, and I still get nervous doing this. I don't like my Hey Jules this week. And cut. And out. Boom. Hit. <laughs> yeah, follow that sleep. dog. Hi. How are you? Good. Please save I, our file now. I liked our ending. Yes. So bring that. Bring it home now. (laughs) Okay. Slash moo, baby. Slash moo. Slash moo. Over and out.